Hey, listen, welcome to the Halos and Games cast episode 138. We are here. My name is Jeff. Nathan is joining me. Hey, 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 hey. We are. Hello. Nathan's wearing his Mario shirt. We. The, the reason this show is a little bit later than normal, for those of you wondering, is because we just can't stop playing Mario Maker 2. We'll, we'll, we'll just say that. And uh, we're going to be talking all about Mario Maker 2 today. We'll also be talking about uh, some... Uh, well, I know there's at least one big news story and a couple other stories that we've uh, kind of missed the last few weeks here. But uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of good Nintendo news today. If you're a Nintendo fan, a lot of Nintendo news. So, so that's we why are, we, we are the Nintendo boys. That's so why we kicked Rob, Rob off. We the show kicked Rob this week. off the show, <laughs> so we can talk all about Nintendo and how much we hate the PC and everything about it. <laughs> all right, so let's get things started right off by talking about the uh, Cuphead news. Um, as you know, Cuphead uh, recently launched on Nintendo Switch this year. Uh, one of my favorite Xbox One, um, well, I guess formerly Xbox One exclusive game. And uh, I, I mean, I'm getting off the sidetrack here, but I really wish I would have known it was coming out on Switch because I totally would have bought it on there. But when I got my Xbox One last year on that really good deal, I'm like, oh, the one game I need to buy, Cuphead. Literally, I know, you know, eight maybe months later, it'd come out on maybe Switch. Maybe you wouldn't have gotten your Xbox if uh, you knew it was coming out. That's so. true. <laughs> I, I may double dip and get it on Switch if they do a nice physical edition when the DLC comes out. I don't know. We'll see. Um, that would be nice to have on the shelf. I'm just saying. Anyways, Cuphead is uh, officially hit the big time. They're getting an official animated uh, series that will be premiering on Netflix as part of Netflix's animation studios. And um, the first thing I like thought of when I heard of this, I'm like, this makes total sense. Like, this is a game ins- you know inspired and looks like a 1930s cartoon um it's about time someone picked this up i just wasn't expecting it to be netflix you know one of the biggest yeah you know, uh, uh, uh it makes sense like netflix is you know getting more into the gaming industry they were at e3 and did some oh, kind yeah. of weird thing and i guess they you know, yeah they did the minecraft Stranger story Things mode 3 game just came out yeah um i think aren't they they're the ones making the witcher show right uh yeah they're doing the witcher show okay. as well so, so so they are dipping their toes in video games more but um, yeah, it's being head up by um, uh, some people who are behind Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, flashback to the 90s kids out there, as well as uh, a newer, I think it's called the classic Mickey Mouse show. Um, I watched a little bit of it. It was on like an airplane I was on earlier this year. And it, you, you must have kids. I do. I have kids. <laughs> uh, she loves Mickey Mouse. But um, it's the Mickey Mouse show, when I saw that, it I thought it was perfect because... The style of that show, they're like little five-minute shorts. Yeah. And it's like classic. It almost like it's those, like, those kind of like classic animation. Willy kind of Yeah, like it's the cartoons. classic Mickey design. It's not the modern yeah. Mickey. And so when I saw him, I'm like, oh, like this will, I think this will be a good fit. Yeah. So it's got like the little Pac-Man eyes, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, it should should be really cool. Mugman and Cuphead will go on adventures. I, my one hope is that it's kind of still in the style of 30s cartoons where it's mostly just, you know, music going along yeah. with what's going like. You know, I don't want them to just be talking to each other the whole time. I want them to be running around and doing fun little things and little short episodes. I think yeah. that'd be cool. If you are, um, I forget what their name is, but Studio MDHR is basically like a family. Like it's like a guy yeah. and his brother <laughs> and his wife who like does all the animations. Yeah. Wife just like learned that. how to animate to while making this game. Like and did imagine all of it. making this game and like being inspired by all those cartoons and being them now and like. Okay, they're making a yeah. cartoon about a game <laughs> universe that we created. Game. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty amazing. So it's just really cool to see see this success for Cuphead, and you know, obviously, you know, we've known he's been a success yeah. for a while, but I'm um, really cool to see that. Really well deserved, yeah. and I'm excited to uh, 
Well, one small piece of news related to this. They did announce that the uh, DLC is uh, delayed to 2020. No, they 20 did? Minutes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean, I guess I kind of figured they hadn't talked about it in like a year. So Yeah, and I mean, and it does take there's a long not time a ton of people working. Like, I, like it's kind yeah. of a family company, and I'm sure yeah. it takes a very long time to do hey, those animations. I'm so fine with that rather than rushing it out. Maybe it'll come out like with the show or something like that Ooh, around yeah. that time. That'd be cool. Um, and I'm really excited to see, hear the music. I hope they... St- compose some like new like cuphead like themed music because that's also one of the best parts of cuphead is the the classic big band styled music that they have so i'm excited to listen to it um but yeah we're gonna uh jump back in with we haven't actually talked about ps plus and games with gold for a while we used to kind of compare these more often on the show um but nathan you were just telling me before the show that uh there's a really good game yes uh, the best ps plus game this month is the one that didn't get changed and that is horizon (laughs) chase turbo um this game came out about a year ago and i've kind of had my eye on it so when i saw i saw it was on ps plus i downloaded it and then started playing it and i was like oh wait it looks like i think this might be multiplayer so i connected another controller and got my wife to jump in with me, and we played for like an hour and had so <laughs> is much fun. Is it split fun. screen or? Yeah, it's split screen. You can play up to four players, and it is um, the most arcadey of arcade racers ever. Like, you, um, you're kind of rubber banded the track. Like, you can go off the track and hit the side and stuff like that, but it kind of like you mm-hmm. know, it's you don't have to do all the turning yeah. physically like a, a real life game. Um, but there's all these, you know, you're avoiding other cars and other. Um, couple other obstacles and it starts off super easy and then um it kind of gets harder we've been playing the world is there like mode. cpu racers you're racing yeah you um every race has 20 racers oh, wow. that you're racing against and uh each race is about three minutes long so 20 racers that's almost like f-zero like status like. yeah yeah 20 <laughs> racers um and it's really really fun it's just just it looks really really nice like the animation is super simple but um the frame rate is like rock solid we were playing with four players and it was rock solid wow so it's really, super smooth really nice. yeah super smooth yeah it kind of reminds me of almost like a pole position uh, it looks a little bit better than the original pole position game but like kind of yeah. that same kind of art style with the the track kind of yeah looming it over reminds the, me of like uh the, the what was that like florida or daytona 500 or something oh, okay some old like arcade racer like that um, yeah. in the 90s that i remember playing awesome. at my friends well house. that was good here i've also kind of been looking at this one because yeah. i've seen it you know on all the different console stores and mm-hmm. excited to try it out as well yeah check it out good it's to know that's multiplayer good. i didn't know it was yeah multi multi i was playing where I was like, this is fun but with multiplayer it, it was a blast nice <laughs> all right so horizon chase turbo that's one of the ps plus games and it's kind of weird sony kind of did a switcheroo which i don't remember ever happening before they originally announced horizon uh, chase turbo as well as a uh, uh, soccer game. Yeah, right? PES uh, 2019, I believe. Okay. So it's basically Pro Evolution Soccer. Um, this is the other competitor to FIFA, basically, that comes yeah. out every year. It's made by Konami, actually. And a lot it's like of people. One of the only games Konami still makes. Yeah, every... and a lot of people I, were complaining. I mean, which people do all, already. Yeah. They complain every but, month. Like, is that why they changed it, you think? I, I, they, I forget what. They didn't say, really say why they changed it, but I have to assume it was just because so many people were like, um, I don't want a soccer game. And also, you know, Sony, with them changing PS Plus and taking away the Vita games and the uh, yeah. PS3 games High expectations. back in March, yeah. like, you're only getting two games a month now versus, like, six in theory yeah. before... And Horizon least. Chase Turbo, while it's a fun game, it's kind of a smaller indie game. Yeah, it's game. like a smaller yeah. indie d- downloadable game. Like, you know, people were like okay, this is, like, the one AAA game I get this month is a soccer game. Like, <laughs> most yeah. of the people who would want this game probably have already bought it. That's so a good point. there's a big, big outcry against that. Yeah. So Sony, last minute, was like, oh, just kidding. We're going to do Detroit Become Human instead. Yeah. 
which is, you know, that was a big AAA game, one, one of Sony's biggest games that came out last year. Um, it got okay uh, reception. You know, it's all based around choice making and very cinematic. Um, I played through the first half of this game, and I enjoyed my time with it for the most part. It's um, it's pretty pretty dark. It's very you know Blade Runner esque and stuff. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about it the also. Show, but, it's like the deluxe edition or something like that. So oh, it also cool. includes Heavy Rain. Um, oh, okay. the, like PS3 game, though, but obviously the PS4 version. But it okay, includes so like a remastered well, Heavy yeah. Rain. Yeah, yeah. So that that's made by the same team. I I heard they're pretty similar in the way they play and stuff. It's yeah, just, I would assume so. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty cool if you like like androids and you like uh, you know, kind of that telltale style of storytelling. Um, definitely check out Detroit uh, Become Human. And then on the Xbox side, we have Rivals of Aether, which is um, you know, we've talked about a lot in the show before the fighting game uh pl- platform fighter similar to smash bros out on the xbox <coughs> you still haven't finished the dlc um for that one on the xbox and I, aren't they on the like the last character or something well like that? it's out on pc like i have it on pc okay. like i have shovel knight and yeah. all the other characters um which i think they've just kind of prioritized getting the kind of the ultimate edition out and getting because he's still working on the switch port and everything and yeah. so yeah. Um, but yeah, it, the base game's uh, free on Xbox, which is nice. I'm sure it got a nice jump in the player base. So you can find matches online quicker and stuff. Yeah, but, always um, nice. Yeah, so that one's out to the 15th. And then they have Symphony, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which um, I talked about on the show a couple months ago. I bought on PS4 the, the new remaster. Um, one of the best Castlevania games ever. This is really the first Castlevania that went full Metroidvania where you can explore anywhere. Um, amazing, amazing music. Um, and that's originally... They, it was a PlayStation 1 game or Yeah, game, right? originally PS1. They re-released it on 360 as part of like the arcade. And this uh-huh. is just backwards compatible uh, oh, Okay, on so Xbox it's the 360. Yeah, so 360 port. Okay. Um, and then the other one is Inside, which is the kind of spiritual successor to Limbo. Do you remember the indie yes, game Limbo? Yes, I, I played Limbo Giant on creepy PS spider Plus, legs. actually, I remember. So. <laughs> yeah, I actually heard that Inside was a lot, a lot better. better. It, was, it wasn't super long, but it told a really, really cool story. Like, I think it... You know, it was up for Game of the Year nominee a couple of years ago when it yeah. came out. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I think you're like two brothers trying to escape like a factory or a country or something like that. I, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it. I, I think the... Uh, I, think the uh, I, I haven't really played very much of it yet. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think the, the main joy of that game is kind of discovering it for yourself. So yeah. it's a nice game to, to have to go play. Yeah. I, actually, I might actually check that one out because yeah. it's... Like I said, it, I heard it is a pretty short experience. You can be in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I might check that one out actually. So... I don't know. It, it sounds like you're you're leaning towards PS Plus winning this month with the the game choices. Um, probably. I don't know. I mean, I've only played the one game, Horizon Chase Turbo, okay. which I am really enjoying. But okay. you know, I don't know. I think it's it's it's, pretty it's a decent month for month for both both platforms. I'd say. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, so our next news piece, Pokemon Sword and Shield, has been uh, very controversial ever since E3, which. I don't think we really talked in a, about Pokemon on the last episode. They no, didn't really have we didn't. Much news. I mean, like at E3, Nintendo was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh, you won't be able to get every single Pokemon in the game, or like you won't be able to bring all your Pokemon over mm-hmm. from Pokemon from past Home, games, from and... past games and stuff like that. Um, not every Pokemon will be compatible with." So this like, game. You, generally, there's around what like about 400 Pokemon just in the base game like, yeah, without like connecting I believe online the, or anything. Right? I believe in Sun and Moon. I don't remember what the exact number was, but I think the, just the uh, Lowland decks was like 
400 or 450 or something like okay. that. Um, so that was the which is about roughly half because yeah, there's about is like, 800 Pokemon. Yeah, which is about which is a ton of Pokemon. Yes, I mean, in like, my, I'm a casual like how, Pokemon player. How many did you catch like in a? In a I caught like maybe 80 or something like that. <laughs> okay, yeah. And so, I felt like I caught a lot, so yeah. I don't know. So there's there's a lot of work there already in the base game. Yeah. We assume there'll probably be around 400. They said they haven't given us an exact number, but they said yeah. there's a lot. Um, but yeah, they they said that you will not be able to transfer in any Pokemon from every single game, um, which you know people have been bringing forward Pokemon and across all their versions of different systems in their games and using the new, what is it called, Pokemon Bank or Pokemon Home actually okay. is the new pokemon bank basically okay. <laughs> so you have these online cloud services you're transferring yeah. and storing your pokemon nintendo's say, hey you know you pay to have this service and you can preserve your pokemon for future games and you know um share with other people and things like that share it with your future children I yeah. that was part of the original pokemon let, bank let them commercial. meet your original charmander yeah um and so yeah I'm, i can see why people are disappointed that you know they have this service they've been preserving pokemon every single game and have gotten used to and switching them over the the crazy thing is like technically i think since like fire red on the game boy advance it wasn't always easy but like you have been able to you could theoretically Somehow. bring a pokemon <laughs> from fire red a charmander from fire red all the way up to sun and moon that is crazy and, yeah and so now this so, is... So some of these Pokemon have been around for like literally like 15 years. Yeah, like years. 15 years, exactly. <laughs> so I think the people who are upset about... Like, obviously, the internet was like, um, no, this is terrible. You guys are... Basically, they're like, you guys are lazy. You don't want to make the animations for mm -hmm. all these different Pokemon. Which, I mean, when you look at... I mean, we obviously don't know everything in the game yet, but it seems like their focus is more into adding more of the kind of openness to the world, right? That's a big perspective change on the camera yeah, and making the, the world more area. diverse mm -hmm. they're, they're adding in that raid mechanic which i'm not entirely sure how it works but it looks like that might be a big player and then yeah and that's the like online features are going to be more the raid and stuff like that so so i mean ultimately i'd rather have new features and innovation in the series which you know time will tell if those new features and pay off things yeah pay off but i'd rather have them do new things with pokemon than prioritize making every single pokemon yeah. like the trash pokemon and the ice cream pokemon and the beloved keychain pokemon all in there like there's so many pokemon that most people don't care about and won't really want in there and leaving those ones by the wayside i think will be fine like yeah. they're not gonna exclude charizard well, and pikachu and like your favorites will still be there the reason this is a story part. still a month after e3 is because uh, Nintendo didn't put out a statement immediately. Like they waited like three weeks, and then the Pokemon company was like, "Hey, we heard you. We understand that, but we're not going to put the Pokemon, you know, all the Pokemon we're not in changing Sword it, and Shield. Yeah. We're not changing what we're doing. Um, we will be making future games, obviously. And there's chance that whatever Pokemon isn't mm. aren't in uh, Sword and Shield, they could be. Yeah. In that Doesn't mean game. like we're eliminating yeah, the Pokemon exactly. for forever. Yeah. But I mean. I mean, you're more of a bigger Pokemon. Did did you see this coming? I I felt uh, like this was an inevitable at some point. Like you when you have I mean, 800 characters, at some point yeah. you have to say, okay, exactly. we can't fit like everyone. Every in. single game, like you know, eventually there's so much stuff in it that stuff kind of becomes bloated, and you have to kind of cut off and do like think about uh, like black and white on the DS, right? Like. Mm -hmm. They did have those Pokemon in there, but you had to play through the entire game first with no Pokemon you had ever seen before. It was mm -hmm. all new Pokemon. They were kind of trying to do a hard reset and cutoff date. And, you know, people obviously didn't like that. And, 
they've kind of gone back on that now. And so it's not surprising that people are upset, but I think people are getting, they're way overreacting in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being from someone who's a casual fan who plays through almost all the Pokemon games, but I don't like, you know, I don't do multiplayer. You don't I'm go for into, all 800. <laughs> I, I don't try and yeah collect all 800, yeah. etc. Well, and I mean, I can't even imagine trying to balance because Pokemon's such a competitive game if you want it to be as well. Like, there's yeah, that scene. Like, there's that whole. And tournaments yeah. and stuff. And, like, trying to balance the entire game around Pokemon that people have had for 15 years and are bringing over, you know, their master Pokemon. So, uh, I can, well, I can the, understand the that part of it as I well. I realized looking up this, uh, looking into this story is the fact that um, you can't even bring those Pokemon that you've had with you for 15 years, et cetera, maybe. Mm-hmm. You can't. Oh, you can't bring in any yeah, Pokemon. You, you can bring them in, like in past games, you could bring them in, but you can't use them in online battles. Oh, so, okay. like, you because so they're just for your own, yeah, own enjoyment. They're just it's for not going to break enjoyment. the game. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So it doesn't. Break so the game. it won't break the online part of the game. Yeah. At least. Exactly. Okay. And normally, you have to be like the whole base game anyways, where you can do that. Right? Is that correct? Usually, yeah, you have okay. to, or at least get too very far point. into the game. Okay. So you can't like import in your level no, you 100 cannot, Charizard exactly. in the first uh, then, uh, part of the game. Proceed to go through the game and That's good. kill everything. In one yeah. shot. I mean, uh, th- and kind of kind of moving on. Uh, that my kind of final comparison. I was kind of thinking about illustration is like, um, like in Mario games, right? Like you know, in every Mario game, you're gonna have your Goombas, your Koopa, Bowser will be there. You know, Boo will probably be there. But, you know, you might have some other side characters, like maybe the... Put Spike in Mario Maker 2. <laughs> like Spike or Lakitu yeah. or, you know, Charge and Chuck, who, you know, maybe you really, really love Charge and Chuck or Monty Mole, but they might not be in every Mario game, right? And that's, you know, how many Mario characters are there? I'd, I'd say less than 100, probably. With Pokemon, you have over 800. You know, I think it's it's reasonable to, you know, assume that all your favorite ones will be there. You'll have your mainstays. But... You know, some of these other ones might have to kind of be left behind, which might have said a few people, but I think a majority of people. The the vocal there's, there's uh, always one majority is being very vocal about. here, but the majority of fans, I think, will be yeah, okay with it. It's a very vocal minority. Out. Yeah. But anyways, our biggest news of the week um, is Nintendo uh, kind of surprise uh, announced yesterday that a new Nintendo Switch model will be releasing this year. It is called the Nintendo Switch Lite. It is coming out September 20th of this year for $200. So when you first heard the price tag of $100 less, Nathan, what were you expecting? Um, I was like, wow, I'm impressed they got it down to $100 cheaper. That is very, very good. And that's, I mean, honestly, they've been selling the new 3DS XLs for, what, 150 or yeah, 170 or almost like right that. around there. Yeah. Like, that is very close to the price of the 3DS and will be, yeah. like, there's going to be so many kids who get a Switch Lite for Christmas this <laughs> That's year. true. Um, so, yeah, it'll come just in time for Christmas, you know, that whole holiday season through the fall. Um, and, you know... It's $100 less. They're still selling the base model. They're not really making any changes to the normal $300 model. They're not dropping the price. Um, And basically what they kind of cut to make this more cost effective and get that lower price tag is there is no HD rumble um, in the the game. So I assume that means no rumble at all. um probably probably, yeah i don't know (laughs) i mean i mean how many like the other handhelds don't have rumble Rumble. yeah so won't have any rumble um the joy cons are non-existent they're not detachable like they're just part of imagine it's just yeah one big form system with the the controllers um 
There is, however, an improvement in the D-pad. There is an official Nintendo D-pad on the, the system. You don't have the buttons, the three button, which you know buttons. Nintendo did, so you could you know put it sideways and it was uniform on both yeah. sides. I understand, but um, that is one of the things that has bugged me as I've moved on and been playing the Switch and trying to play like these 2D games where you really need a D-pad. Yeah. Um, so that, that is cool. I'm glad they did that. Um, and then it will not be able to dock to uh, TV, so it's yeah. handheld only. Um, even if you have a dock lying around, it, it won't connect. It cannot display on a TV. Um, that was, I, yeah, I mean, the, the, kind of the, the battery only... life is like a little bit better. Oh, that's on true. It. Yeah. Um, obviously the switch I was looking at and the, is a tiny bit screen. smaller. Yeah. It's yeah. like a little bit smaller. It's basically right in between what the switch size is right now and what the PS Vita screen size was. So oh, okay. it's like kind of right in between those two. Yeah. So a little bit smaller. It's just, yeah, just a smidge smaller. I don't think it'll be super noticeable unless you <clears> put <throat> it side by side. Mm -hmm. I think same resolution, like same power and everything. You're not sacrificing, you know, your speed, game speed or processing yeah. power or anything yeah. like that. So and they took out the, uh, like the IR camera, obviously. Oh yeah. Joy-Con, so that one, that was. Yeah. Like so it will not be compatible with, uh, you know, certain games like that use the IR camera, which really one two switch i think is the only one yeah i think Nintendo. you'd have to have separate joy cons and using table mode taken. yeah exactly. Yeah. and um you can connect other joy cons to it though which is neat hmm. so you can connect like you know, cool. two other joy cons if you want i mean to try and play four player on that tiny screen i guess yeah i i feel like it's nice to have i guess yeah you have the option i don't think people are gonna be buying joy cons with that it'd be people like us right if we bought a switch light we already have a regular switch you can also yeah, you use have your other reuse your controllers yeah. right um but yeah it is nice that it does come in three different colors um there's a yellow a turquoise and a, and a gray. gray model so there's three then there's also a kind of a pokemon kind of white pink Special and edition that's blue coming. it looks actually pretty cool i actually like the design it's coming out later when pokemon launches in <laughs> november um but yeah the there's three different colors they're kind of like a kind of a pastel-y kind of bright color um what color do you like the best i i think i like the turquoise the best turquoise. um that's the one that my like my wife loves turquoise <laughs> in all its different shades and she hadn't really looked at it and uh -huh. i got home yesterday and i was like oh did you see the switch she's like yeah i saw they're doing a light and i was like oh did you see the color and she saw it she was like oh my gosh <laughs> we have to get this like so you're preparing yourself yeah for so that i'm one. preparing myself <laughs> to uh that that might yeah. possibly be in my future but yeah we'll I, I like the yellow it looks looks pretty bright but it's cool because they kind of offset the color like the yeah the joysticks and the buttons are white like they're not the oh really kind of black they're not black yeah so it's kind of this cool yellow oh, okay, it almost nice. kind of looks like a pikachu edition okay, almost okay the yellow it looked kind of almost like a donkey kong yellow or something like oh yeah that. we can do it's we can do dk banana yellow yeah, uh, yeah that, that's a good comparison but uh yeah i mean we this was not a very well-kept secret and it turned out denied it but we've had you know lots of leaks about this happening yeah uh, most of the features i think aren't a surprise to anyone um but it's basically everything that we kind of were expecting in a for a light model yeah, yeah. for a light model there yeah. wasn't any big surprises or anything like that yeah. nintendo did confirm a couple things they said they're not playing releasing joy regular joy cons with the d-pad they said that even though they're already shake my fist at you uh they also said this is the only new hardware coming this year they're not going to be releasing a pro model or anything like that this year i mean i'm sure they will Either. eventually do some type of upgrade sure. revision yeah maybe maybe like maybe they'll phase out the, the base model and out. put out a new one like ps4 kind of did yeah. i don't know um but yeah ultimately i think this is a great move for nintendo i think it's going to sell really big um particularly in two crowds with um crowd number one is people who 
households that already have one switch that are looking to yeah, literally purchase like, another one. Like I said with my wife, like she texted me when that Breath of the Wild 2 got revealed like uh-huh. a month ago at E3 and she's like, we might have to get another switch <laughs> and Animal Crossing is coming out and we uh, both yeah. love Animal Crossing as well. So I could definitely see something like us being like, all right, we'll just get another switch for it. Yeah. I mean, it saves you a hundred bucks and you know, I, if you really only have one TV anyways, right? You can, yeah, you can you know, both it, play together. It's perfect, right? You don't need a second dock. Exactly. Um, exactly. You can you can play it in handheld, and so I think that's a big one. Obviously, you know people already have one, but maybe someone in the house who wants to be yeah, playing yeah. too, and then um, just just with kids, so family with big kids, like maybe they haven't gotten a switch yet. Kids are asking for a switch for Christmas. You know, let's say you have two kids, four hundred dollars is a lot e- easier than six hundred. <coughs> Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Although that is like that does make <coughs> me think about like, oh, I want to switch and if family goes to to the store to buy one like oh let's get the 200 dollars one and then you give it to your kids and then they want to oh can we play mario kart together and then uh, like, they don't know it's oh a TV. <laughs> no we can't play mario kart on the tv or or whatnot so hopefully yeah. they do a good job with that message differentiating it yeah, yeah differentiating it um yeah that is one thing i kind of kind of really the only thing i would change about is you know i can understand them not including the dock and yeah <coughs> excuse me the hdmi cord and all that and the power adapter but it'd be nice if you already had a dock that if you could slide it in there, it could go on the TV. Yeah, my brother was mentioning that. He's like, why don't they just have a little, you know, if you already have a dock, you can put it on there. Because the they sell the dock yeah. separately for like 80 or 70 yeah. bucks or something like that. Yeah. But I don't know. That could be really expensive. Though. Yeah, I mean, it must or, be, right? Yeah. Uh, that that would be one nice thing. But um, I do know there are people out there, like I have, I have friends who say, hey, you know, I play my Switch 90% of the time in handheld mode. So I think there's a lot of people out there that, would be okay getting this maybe there people have been on the fence of getting this switch and are people like that right who, yeah hey i i'd mostly played in handheld i don't really want to play on the tv hey it's hundred dollars less sure i'll go for it exactly. so exactly i think it'll do very very well yep all right well let's go ahead and move into our uh, second segment today we're gonna be sharing impressions of the newest nintendo game super mario maker 2 and man this game came out what like a week, week ago, week and a half ago. Uh, I think almost two weeks. <laughs> two ago weeks ago. Point, okay. We're recording this on July. 11th, That's true. I, so. I, I've been, I've been on vacation yeah, and yeah. stuff. So I, time is, time is all <laughs> lost to me. But, um, I, I check my playtime. I think I've had, I have thirty hours in this game already. Wow. Which is <laughs> pretty good. I that, mean, you love Mario. Like Mario's your favorite franchise. True, but and... all I have lots of other friends on my friends list playing it, and they're all at the same. They're all like over twenty. Like this game wow. is. Such a great game that you just lose so much time to because you just oh let's just keep playing another level or yeah. you you're like oh let me start working on a new level and like three later, like three hours later you're like I, I need to fine tune this one part of the level before I publish it yeah um but yeah I I am very very impressed overall with it and we can get more into the specific pros and cons but Nathan what's kind of your overall like first impression of it when you first um, played it well I I haven't bought this game I've only played it at your house basically yeah so I've, I haven't played it nearly as much um, but it ever it does everything that Mario Maker one did it mm-hmm. seems like in the limited time I played with it and it does it bigger and you know more flashy mm-hmm. like there's so many new so many more different backgrounds that you can choose from and yeah the the new switch blocks that they've added really yeah the on off switches yeah, yeah the on off switches create a lot of you know interesting mechanics yeah. with puzzle solving and other things people that gives that. that that tool specifically gives creative people like so much freedom to do so many cool things yeah. like i've seen so many different cool uses with those from you know 
um, making a level, like there's a downwell level that's what made the downwell game where you fall down the well. And if you hit the off block, it makes it like an easy mode where you can practice it. Um, yeah, and then you get to the bottom and you're like, oh, I'm going to finish level. Oh, no, the block's in the way. <laughs> I just played that it's just level for practicing. It's just for practicing. Uh, or, you know, you can use them and have, have a Koopa shell bouncing on and off to, like, turn them on and off. So you kind of have to time your way through sections. And um, they, there's just so many different cool ways to use those. And like you said, there's um, the forest uh, theme, desert theme, and ice themes now. And one of my favorite things about those new themes is each one gets its own um, music track too, like from the soundtrack. Yeah. Because um, if you remember, like for example, Mario Bros. Three, there were ice levels and there were desert levels in the game, but they didn't like they just used the same overworld music as you know the grass levels and the normal mm-hmm. world levels. Um, and so they actually got Koji Kondo, the original composer of all these Mario games, to come back in and say, hey, you know, I know back then you probably didn't have the time or budget or you know you had constraints technology constraints or you couldn't make an ice theme for mario bros 3 but hey can you make an ice theme for mario bros 3 using that same you know kind of sound set chipset and he went through and did all these different ones and we're actually going to be playing uh uh, one of those songs for you at the end of the show today but i've just been so fun listening to you know like oh i could totally see this song fitting in with this game but it's an entirely new mario song which you know that's one of the great things about mario games is the music of course but um, yeah, I, I do want to talk a little bit about story mode because that's kind of the new one of the new big additions to the game. The original Super Mario Maker had you know levels made by Nintendo, um, but they were just kind of just generic. You know, hey, play these levels and you just kind of pick and choose and play them, and it was yeah. whatever. Um, now story mode, like it starts off with Peach's castle and it gets like destroyed, and you basically are working with all these toads and there's builder toads and there's all this little funny dialogue written between them. And uh, they have to gather coins to rebuild Peach's castle. So it's kind of fun because you get a little bit of choice to kind of choose which parts of the castle you want to rebuild. Um, so and then you can kind of play levels in different orders. And yeah, stuff and like that. you get access to all 80 levels right away, okay, um, which cool. is nice. So you can just nice. play them in any order you want. Yeah, I just kind of went through numerically for the most part, unless I saw like a uh, underwater level. I'm skipping this one for now. <laughs> or uh, snake blocks. I'm oh, gonna skip no. that. You're gonna have you? Did you beat it? I did. Yeah, oh, okay. it, it wasn't that bad. Okay, just. Okay. It, you know, it's nice because each level has like a description. It's fun because each level, you know, they're made by Nintendo, obviously, but each one is like made by like a random like they have like a little pers- character they create. So it's like sure they're there's one that's like level made by name withheld, and it's like well in this level I did a da da, and it has like a whole little paragraph write up about it. So it it gives a little bit more character. You know, it's not just hey play through these levels, no explanation needed. Yeah. So it fleshes that out a little bit. Um, the levels are a lot more diverse than the first ones because they experiment with a lot of the different ideas, specifically the new kind of features like the seesaws, the on-off switches, um, things like that. So kind of uh, the thing I like about it is it kind of inspired me to go make levels because you know you kind of see a little idea and you're like, oh, I think I could work an idea kind of similar to that maybe in my level. Um, so they just do a good job of kind of introducing those and you yeah. know the levels are going to be good all the way through right like when you're playing the random people's levels online half the time you might be getting some levels that aren't very fun yes so, <laughs> so that that's also mario maker yeah that's also the any nice mario maker game and i won't spoil anything but there are some uh hidden power-ups uh you get um as you progress through story mode where you where the you can add in these new power-ups they made for the game um into your levels cool so that's so a very unexpected feature i was not expecting them adding in you know these new new power-ups that you get from playing single player so yeah 
Um, so yeah, so that's really cool. Um, really, the only bad thing about story mode is that Luigi is super annoying in it. Which, <laughs> you know I'm a Luigi fan. And they are ruining <laughs> Luigi. Like, Luigi's on the box art. Like, you can select Luigi as your, like, player character oh when you're gosh. playing through courses normally, like, outside of story mode. I'm like, Luigi's getting so much respect in this game. It's amazing. You want to know what his, his part is in, in story mode? He is nowhere to be seen in the world map. You have all this little toads and you have like a dog you talk to and all these random characters. And Luigi only pops up after you die twice in a level. And he goes, hey, bro, I can help you out with assist parts if you push minus. And any time in a level, you can push minus and pull up like free mushrooms and blocks and platforms that just like you can place to just make the level like basically super easy so you can beat it. Hey, Luigi is back to where he belongs. Firmly in second place behind Mario. Well, not only that, just the feature is annoying because it's not like, oh, you died, you know, for the first time. Uh, you died twice for the first time. Here, you know, you can push minus to use Luigi to help you. Yeah. Like, I'd be fine with that. Every single level, every single time you play the game, no matter if you're all in one session or not, if you die twice in the level he will always pop up and give you the notification reminding you that he's there to help you because you stink. And like any good hard Mario level, you're going to die at least twice. Yeah. Like, and so it's just super annoying that every single time you have to like, it doesn't like after a couple yeah. you can't, or you can't turn it exactly. off. Like and Nintendo has been having this, these assist modes in their games for a while. And yeah. normally it's like four or five deaths. Like it's not every single level after you die twice here, here's a reminder you can get help. So that's pretty annoying. Minor complaints, I know, nitpicking, but it is it is uh, pretty frustrating when he. Hey, bro! I can help you. Here, you stink. Oh dear. But um, yeah. What do you think of the uh, 3D world um, art style? Because that's world kind style of a, is a new really, draw. It looks really, really good. Like I'm impressed how just visually everything they've done mm -hmm. to it, and it looks very sharp. And uh, it seems like you know the cat suit addles a lot because you can climb up walls with that. Yeah. And so I I haven't really played it that much, but I've watched a couple of different videos and stuff on mm. YouTube, and it seems like people have gotten pretty creative with the different levels they've designed yeah. around, specifically the cat suit, and then yeah. having like you know kind of just other crazy stuff in like Meowser and all that stuff in the game. Yeah, and you can they have so many unique things just to the 3D world, where like you can't even like. Like if you're making a 3D world level, you have to start from scratch. You can't like transition yeah, can't on like, the oh, fly like the other ones. Yeah, because which is great that they made that distinction because they just went all out with adding in you know almost every single enemy from 3D world. Yeah, and like there's ones there's enemies that can go into the background and the foreground like bonsai bills can like shoot like towards the screen. Um, there's some there's obviously the clear pipes and the, the there's the beeping blocks that yeah. you switch back and forth and. There's just so many cool things that are in 3D World that you can't do in the other ones. And really, it almost kind of feels like a whole new Mario game in a way because obviously 3D World had some of those side-scrolling type parts, but for the most part, it was, you know, a 3D Roman yeah. adventure. Yeah. So seeing that kind of art style and gameplay and even the physics of that game replicated is um, really, really cool for sure. Neat. Um, so, Nathan, we, we right before we started recording, we've been playing multiplayer for like the last like <laughs> yes. two hours. Yeah. And I have to say this, this is probably the best new addition to Mario Maker. Like there's so many great new items and music and stages and, you know, story mode is great. But like being able to play Mario with other people in the same room was like the one main thing that was missing from the original. It's, and that's been cemented like 
ever since I've started playing these yeah. levels multiplayer yeah. in Mario Maker 2. Yeah, multi. It's. I mean, some of the levels aren't designed for for multiplayer, yeah, which for sure. you know, if you're having fun with someone, just adds to the chaos and and hecticness of it, which you know you can embrace, but <laughs> yeah. can be frustrating at times. I, I will say, but overall, um, it does just. It's a really nice thing to be able to play with someone, but unfortunately, like you can't. Like you were telling me, it's not as easy as it should be, right? Yeah, it's. <laughs> that's the first thing because multiplayer may be the best addition to this game but it has very sloppy like implementation where if you want to play locally like with a friend on your couch the only way you can do that is if you go to the core spot from the main menu and it loads up based on any courses you've made and any courses you've downloaded okay and then you specifically select one of the stages you've made or downloaded and then you can either play it by yourself or it has a tab or hey you can play up to four people right mm -hmm. and then you can connect controllers you play a level once it's done you can go select another one select the tab again play another one um you can't make a playlist you can't just you know play through all the levels that you've downloaded or whatever so can't take, you have to go one at a time and then you know if like you don't start with any levels downloaded if you have a friend over and you're like hey let's play some armor guard i just picked it up today i haven't started the game yet you can't literally play anything multiplayer yet. You, you have, have to go, download go levels. find levels, download them, which is in a totally different menu and a different sub menu. You find it. Like normally what I do is I'm playing a level and if I'm like, oh, this is, level's really cool. I have to finish the level. Then I go find the level. I click download. I have to select the slot to download it in. Then I exit out of that mode, go into core spot. Like I'm just getting like tired just saying, explaining <laughs> how to do it. And so, this like, sounds like typical Nintendo implementation. Like a really cool <laughs> idea that is really fun to play, but then it's just such a struggle and hassle to actually yeah. do what we want to do and what the fun part of the game is. Yeah. Story mode, you cannot play uh, any of the levels made by Nintendo with more than one person. Which, like, I was hoping by the time like I beat the story mode because I beat it, yeah. like maybe it would unlock. Oh, now you can play multiplayer, but it didn't do that. So all these great levels that Nintendo made, you have to play by yourself. And then, like I said, anytime you find a new level or you're searching for levels, you have to download it in a separate page before you can play it with a friend. Um, there is online uh, versus and co-op right now, which is also is super fun. Um, but the lo those levels, it just kind of randomly picks a level that's been tagged as multiplayer. Yeah. Because um, you can put tags on levels when you make them now. Um, it just kind of randomly plays a level, and it just kind of goes on to the next one after that. So... It is a bummer. I really what they just need to add to really fix this problem is I'm okay with, you know, having to download levels I like and play them and go throughout the menu, whatever. Yeah. But they should just put a hey, endless play multiplayer. And you can just click and go, All right, or I'm jumping in with two people and boom, we're playing a level randomly that was made or tie rated, whatever. As soon as we finish it goes straight to the next level and so forth. Like they already have that mode in single player. Let me bring a partner in and do that with me yeah. in multiplayer That'd because be nice. I just want to sit down just and enjoy Mario and not yeah. navigate menus for five minutes. Yeah. Um, or just so you know, you could just add and drop in, drop out multiplayer, like the new Super Mario Bros. you did, right? Like playing a level, hey, grab a controller, you just bubble right in. There you go. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, then online play is really fun as well, especially the verses because you don't have to uh, share the same screen. Yeah, like everyone has their own screen, so. Yeah, so like if I'm flying through the level and everyone else dies at the beginning, um, they respawn back at the back and I'm already halfway through the level and I don't, you know, <laughs> that we've all experienced that, right? When you're playing new Super Mario Bros. multiplayer and 
you have one person who's lagging behind and then you die at the front because you don't see what's coming right so um that's really nice it works really well there's co-op and you can you know pick each other up and throw each other they added that feature to like some of their older games um but i do have to say this is probably the worst lag of any switch game uh, at least any nintendo nintendo published switch game yeah like it's way worse lag than mario kart smash bros arms like all my online nintendo games like it's very bad and it's in about half the matches i play like it's fairly consistent that i'm getting lag to the point where sometimes it's literally unplayable with like the input delay or just literally just frame stuttering one frame at a time (laughs) um so again you know most of these complaints can be easily updated and patched out Fixable. Um, same with you know you can't play online with friends they said they that's said gonna be coming at some, some point, point. <laughs> hopefully i hope it happens before people move on to other games yeah but uh yeah oh and one other thing this is another classic nintendo you can't see your friends levels in the game oh you can't be like oh i'm looking at my friend's friends levels oh let me see jeff's levels yeah so even though you know you and me are friends on nintendo yeah. switch you know you're on my friends list i can see you're playing mario maker if i log into mario maker I can't see your levels. There's no way for me to do that. The only well, way for you to see them is if I send you, hey, this is the yes, code. Yes, I'd have to contact you outside of the game, outside of Nintendo's network. You can't message on the app or voice chat or anything and say, hey, what's your Mario Maker course ID or your Maker ID? And you give me the nine digits and I punch it in. Yeah. And then I select follow. You can create your own feed of followed users, which is nice. So it kind of populates anytime the people you follow they make a new make level. A new level. That's and, cool. you know, it shows you if you've played it or cleared it before. And, you know, you can still leave comments and all those things. But, like, it, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, my, it's my, just, nephew, my nephew got this game. This yeah. is why it's fresh in my mind. He just picked up this game. And um, he, uh, I'm sure he's made tons of levels by now. And I, I want to play his levels. I want to share mine with him. But, he doesn't have a phone. It's hard for me to get a hold of him. I can see his online playing the game. Exactly. There's no way for me to talk to him or to share to my levels him, hey, or play this level or anything. So it really, you know, again, just update it to say, hey, you know, look at my friends, you know, something I, like that. I'm surprised that they didn't include like, you know, they've been trying to push that app and maybe they just gave up on it. The Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. Because I, I haven't turned. Are they gonna do anything with the app? But like, this? they haven't done anything for Mario Maker Two. Like, yeah. it seems like it'd be a perfect candidate. To be like, go sure. and browse levels, or like, hey, I'm gonna pl- want to play this or later. See your friends cetera, levels. See your friends <laughs> levels, etc. All of those things yeah. would be great to do on a phone, and then you'd be like, oh, it'll download it for me, so when I get home, I can play it right away or whatnot. Yeah. Um, they did reduce the number of characters which is kind of nice i think the original mario was like 15 characters or something oh, yeah. super long it's only nine now so that's a little oh, that's nicer. good you don't have to type as long yeah. um but, but yeah i mean overall you know when you're playing the game it's it's super fun it's it's great that seeing the creativity like already the the quality of levels in just the first two weeks is so much better than even like the peak of mario maker one since it's people people and People, people have had the first one under their belt. Yeah, exactly. And, they played it before. And, and yeah, and, and all the new features, people are really wrapping their heads around. And uh, I think Nintendo has improved their algorithms to kind of promote the best content. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, I just found out today, you can find, there's like a leaderboard for the top course makers who have earned like the most like likes and stuff. So you uh-huh. can just straight up, hey, you know, this is the guy who's, you know, the best, one of the top makers in the game and just play through their levels, which yeah, is fun. That's so nice. Uh, so yeah, awesome game. This is, I mean, ultimately, I mean, if you can't tell from 
the 30 hours I've already put into it. This is one of the best games on Switch. I, I feel like it goes without saying, but you know, I, I always say if you're if you own a Nintendo console and it has Mario in the title, you can't go wrong with buying it. But this is the best, you know, out of what what do we have now? Five or six different games with Mario in the title on Switch. Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, Mario Party. <laughs> New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, Mario uh, Mario, Mario Rabbids, Odyssey, Mario Rabbids. Yeah. So this is <laughs> this is probably the best one, um, at, at least at the very top with Odyssey. Okay. So like if wow, you would say this is on par with Odyssey. Yes. Wow, I that would. is impressive. That is a you strong know, statement. And, and again, you know, it also depends on your preferences. If you if you love 3D platformers way more than 2D platformers, yeah. you know, you'll love Odyssey more. Yeah. Um, but if you like 2D platformers at all, you like any Mario game, you like classic Mario, you like playing Mario with friends, this is a game that you will get unlimited, you know, amount of content through. Yeah. And, you know, if Nintendo supports it like they did the first one, we'll see tons and tons of updates and yeah. little features and things to keep this game alive and growing. And yeah. the community I, will, I think, make this game amazing. I have two questions for this game going forward. Yeah. And the first one is, like, in a month, you know, mm-hmm. this game has been out for two weeks. In a month, what are the levels and courses that are being uploaded? What are they going to look like? Because, you know, yeah. with Mario Maker 1, obviously, it was a much smaller install base. And, you know, kind of people, a lot of people just started playing endless hard mode and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the courses that you would find were just progressively got harder and harder and harder. And so, like, I found myself, like, I only played the original Mario Maker for two months. And I kind of stopped playing because I was like all these levels are too hard for me yeah. and I'm not having fun and I don't want to play it anymore. So are there still going to be fun levels that I can play and find in like six months versus yeah. today? Uh, I think, like I said, the quality of levels right now is really, really good. Yeah. I, I, I would hope that continues. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm positive or I'm, I'm hopeful for that. Um, like you said, Mario Maker 2 kind of started dwindling into like either like autoplay or music levels exactly. or just like trolling way too hard levels. <laughs> So I, I, I see that concern, but um, like I said, so far, n- about 80% of the top levels, like if you go to the popular, um, are levels that don't have insane clear rates. Like they're levels that, hey, you know, 30 40% of the people beat it on their first try, right? Yeah, so they're a lot easier. They're, those are the top levels that are really good. So the, like I said, the algorithms are a lot better and they refresh a lot uh, more frequently as well. So like every time I go to that popular stage, like maybe I, yeah. you know, I'm playing for the first time of the day, I'm seeing new levels in the top five every time okay. I go in there. That's too. pretty good. So I remember before it was like I think it maybe updated like once every 24 hours or something. Yeah, there was some weird thing <laughs> where it it. Wasn't yeah, so great. so you're definitely getting a lot of a fresh new content in there, and you know ultimately I think the key is really finding, like well what I've been doing is if I'm just playing like endless or whatever, just playing random levels, and I play a level I'm like wow I really like this level, I go back through and I I look through that creator's levels yeah. I'd, I'll just follow them or just start playing through their levels. That's and nice. so you kind of just find a maker and you go through there. Um, and you know, there's been tons of websites and, you know, Twitter and stuff have been good at yeah, sharing, I'm sure there's, there's a lot sharing of levels. I, Nintendo life.com shared a, uh, a guy who already made a full 32 course, like super Mario world styled game. Wow. And so I followed that guy. I played the first two levels and like, they felt like, it could be like Super Mario World levels, and they were really, really fun, really well designed. You know, they weren't insanely hard; they were just fun yeah. Mario levels. And so, I've only played the first two, but I'm, I'm looking like, forward. To I think I'm going to download back. the rest of the thirty, so sure, I just yeah. have like a you have like a whole Mario game. Yeah, game. exactly, which is super nice. cool. Um, nice. The the only other question I have, and this isn't really related to the game as much, but 
I think like a week after this game came out, Nintendo announced that uh, their uh, Nintendo Switch Online membership had gone mm-hmm. to 10 million subscribers. Oh, okay. So, and they sold a copy of this game for 10 extra bucks with a Switch yeah. Online membership for a year. I mean, I mean, as fun as this game is, don't buy this game if you don't have online. Like, you're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. like like I wonder five percent of the total like I wonder, game. Like, how you know? many? How much? switch online membership jumped because of this game like if it was a i'd imagine a lot yeah i mean anyone who loves mario is getting this game right mm-hmm. and then if you don't have online and you bought this game you're then getting online it's it's like it's like halo halo 2 or halo 3 right <laughs> i bought halo 3 and i didn't have xbox live and i was like oh, i don't need well, i don't really need oh, that no, just play i bought my first mobile. halo game and i'm like all right time for me to get xbox live right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i feel like this is kind of that game for the switch right like yeah, I feel like Smash Bros. and other ones, you know, if you're not super competitive and I mean, stuff, Splatoon could... 2 was the first one, but that oh, was that's two years a good ago. Oh, that's a good point. That's but, a good point. you know, that was but, two years ago. But that launch, you know, when online was free and stuff. Yeah, and that's true. I felt that's like true. if you were really into Splatoon, you know, by the time we went online, you know, I wasn't really super playing Splatoon as much anymore the last year, as much as I was the first year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I say it's one of those games that it's like, hey, if you're not online, just get online. You're getting online <laughs> yeah, for this game. Exactly, yeah. if you want to play this game. Um, so, yeah, that, that's cool. Um, I mean... I feel like it should be higher because it sold what thirty five million switches. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, I know the service like isn't great. Third, but... That's like pretty good because, yeah. like, I think uh, PlayStation recently announced they had thirty something million subscribers for PS Plus. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. and they've sold ninety something. Yeah, million okay, PS4, then that is so yeah, that that's is good. Pretty then. consistent. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let us know if you've been playing Super Mario Maker two. We'd love to. Uh, um, try out your levels, or uh, man, I, I should have written down my maker idea. Could have given it to everyone. Uh, next week, next week. Yeah, or look look on our Halos and Twitter account. I'm sure oh, you that's true. Yeah. You can find it on well. Twitter. Um, I've only made two levels so far, but it's uh, I've had a lot of fun uh, messing around on there. Um, you you can use the controller, by the way. I like forced myself to like learn how to use the controller to make levels just to see yeah. how well it worked, um, and it works fine. But yeah, the touchscreen is probably the way to go. And you've been, you have to use like your finger, right? Like you can't use the stylus. I mean, you can use the stylus if you oh. have the stylus lying around. Oh, but but I just use my finger. It works okay. fine with the finger. It works finger. fine with finger. But, okay. Yeah, the UI is, is good. Um, anyways, um, I have obviously been playing Mario Maker 2, which we talked about yes. for like 30 minutes. <laughs> um, the other thing I w- did want to talk about is um, the Messenger, which um, I picked up a couple weeks ago. And I'm, I haven't quite beaten it yet, but... Um, the main premise of the game is it's kind of like a Ninja Gaiden styled old kind of NES inspired action uh, adventure game mm-hmm. where it's side scrolling it's all 8-bit you're going through and um, it's very kind of linear as you start the game you're just going you know here's the forest level then the lava level then the water level you're going through all levels one at a time with the boss at the end of each one um, and then basically you get to a point in the game where you fight this giant boss and I won't get into story spoilers, but basically there's a point where you go into the future and you start going back through some of the same areas. Okay. And when you teleport to the future, you have teleported into the 16-bit era, into the, the Super <laughs> Nintendo style. And so, like, your character, like, gains kind of like, like a, what was it, like a Raiden hat, like a Samurai Jack straw hat. <laughs> okay. And, like, he's kind of like, what? Like, why does everything look so different? And you start going through all the worlds again, and the level designs are very similar to what they were before, but there is slight changes. And so the levels are familiar, but they're different enough where, you know, you have to replay through them again and they feel fresh still. Okay. Um, And then there's these little time portals you find, which swaps 
immediately from the 8-bit to the 16-bit. So and, you kind of jump back and yeah, forth. Yeah, so you jump back and forth, and you know sometimes you know there'll be a wall there, but if I jump to the 16-bit, you know there'll be a gap does where I can the, go Does through. the game play the same? Like Yeah, it plays exactly the same. Okay. All upgrades and everything carry back and forth, with that, which I think is important. That's, yeah. that's good. You know, you're not getting confused. But like there's a couple of really clever parts where you're like going like literally every five seconds back and forth between the two styles as you're going through like a maze or yeah. you know wall jumping up an area and you know the music is great because it they have a great soundtrack and it switches back and forth to the different style of you know 8-bit to 16-bit and you're going through and it's they do some really cool ideas with swapping between and nathan i think even though games like this you know like i kind of compare this almost like a shovel knight where it looks and kind of plays like those old nes games but you know it it's the quality of life and the little features and things they've added made it a lot, a lot yeah, better and a lot yeah. more easier to play. It's you much know. easier to play than you know a yeah. game actually made. Exactly. Um, but I think you'd like it because of the writing. <laughs> it's all like text based, really you know, kind of like Shovel Knight yeah. and stuff. Uh, but it is it is really funny. Like <laughs> I have found myself laughing out loud this game like multiple wow, times. Wow, that's impressive. Um, I'll share just just one bit with you. Was sure. uh, there's a a shopkeeper who's like a, a mysterious like hooded figure. You find okay. portals and you go into his shop and it, you can uh, do, when you talk to him, it goes uh, shop and you can, you know, buy upgrades. You can do hint and it'll kind of give you a hint of, you know, what to do, or you can do, tell me a story. <laughs> and oh, anytime gosh. you click, tell me a story, you just get these massive text boxes that go on and on <laughs> for like five minutes where wow. he'll literally just tell you like a random like proverb or like old wife's tale or just different things. <laughs> That's so And then cool. like your character will be like, like, what was the meaning? And like try to conjecture what the meaning is. And then he'll like, well, that's only one possibility. It could also mean, you know, this life so lesson or so. this. And it, like I've, every time I do that, I'm surprised that there's a new story. Like there's, I've gone through probably seven of these long-winded stories, and yeah. I'm, I'm still discovering and you, new ones. <laughs> it's not repeating itself. Yeah, and they're like super funny, like written and witty. And there's this other part where you go into the store and the shopkeeper isn't there, and there's this there's this cabinet in the back of the store that, which wherever you inspect it normally in the game, he goes, "Hey, you're not ready to look in there yet. Like, you know, you you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, maybe later yeah. like, in the game." And he's not in the store, so I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna go look in the thing, right?" And the developers knew I'd want to do that because as soon as I do that. He pops in through the portal and goes, hey, just because I'm not here doesn't mean you can go in there. <laughs> and then he leaves. So I'm like, oh, I'll do it again. Literally, they wrote dialogue for about 10 minutes. Of, of following of, in. Yeah, of just keep on inspecting the thing. And he keeps coming in. <clears throat> and finally, it goes like, like, I bet you're wondering, did they really have someone stay in late on the weekends to continue writing text for this person, for, oh just in gosh. case someone kept pushing up, that answer is yes. <laughs> so, wow, really funny writing. So they have, I mean, when you put that much writing in your game, that means you care a lot. Yeah, about, exactly. They care a lot about the player, and, and like so many of those little things, you could probably totally miss if you yeah. weren't even looking for yeah. it. Um, so yeah, that, that's really good. Just overall, really, really fun action game, and um, it turns basically kind of into a Metroidvania halfway through the game too. So you kind of go back through each area. You're exploring to find new secrets, and um, <coughs> yeah, so I really love it. There's a new update out today. I just started the download, so it's like a summer update with a new area and bosses. So neat, free update. Game gets better, right? Yeah, so, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, so I recommend it. It's on all platforms. It's called the Messenger. Uh, but yeah, what have you been playing? Uh, honestly, I have been really, really busy with work lately. <laughs> it's like my busiest time of the year. So I have honestly the only game I've played in like the last 
week or two is probably that Horizon Chase Turbo game that oh, I was nice. talking about. <laughs> so we talked about that earlier. It is really fun. If you have PS Plus, definitely go give it a chance. And yeah, it's if, free. If not, if you have PS yeah, Plus. it's free. And if, if not, if you find it on sale, it is really, really fun. So highly recommend it. Awesome. Um, have you played the new Rocket League Spike Mode yet? I have not. That's the one where you like the you bounce off the ball. Okay, so like I saw, I remember watching the trailer. Yeah, it's part of the new summer ways. event. I think it's going for another week or so. Um, but basically, right after kickoff, all cars—you know, it's three v three—all cars get spikes all on them. Okay. So you run into the ball, it just sticks to you like you're a porcupine. Oh. <laughs> and then okay, you know okay. you just try to drive into the goal to score. So you keep the ball with you. Yeah, so it's kind of like almost like a keep away, or like kind of like almost like football in a way, because you're constantly kind of stealing the ball back and forth. Yeah. Like and, and then the fun twist is um, as soon as you get the ball, it sucks all your boost away, which kind of balances it. Otherwise, you know, if you had a full boost, you would just boost right in and no one could catch you. Yeah. So you're a little bit slower when you have the ball. And if someone on the other team touches you, you instantly blow up and respawn. Oh, wow. And okay. so you kind of have to like, it, that's why I say it's like football. Yeah. Like you see the three linebackers coming at you and you have to kind of jump and drive around them to try to get it into the goal. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's a super fun mode. I've, I've been having a ton of fun playing it with some friends and stuff so neat if you have rocket league that sounds fun it's a good time to check it out they also have a the summer event going on so you can earn are a bunch those, of fun you, stuff those are free so. or yeah it's a free event free, yep free event. Uh, the free event sweet just every time you play you get like 10 to 15 little cassettes they're a little currency and you can i think once you get like 75 or 100 you can unlock little fun items and okay. stuff so nice. yeah definitely worth checking out if you have rocket league uh and if, if you're playing let me know i'd love to love to I'm, i've been building my friends list of how more to, people to, to play Rocket League with. Rocket it's League so much with. more fun when you're in your party. Yes, so. definitely. Um, so, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Um, let us know uh, your thoughts on the show and uh, your Mario Maker levels and IDs. We'd love to check them out and leave some feedback uh, for you guys. Um, you can find us on Twitter at HeyListen underscore games. Uh, you can find us on our Discord. Link's in the description. And we will leave you with the Super Mario Bros. 3 snow theme by Koji Kondo. See you guys. See ya.